Bible Treasures Topic 8 Spiritual Growth Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast. Praise God for all the corrective teaching we receive through this series of talks. During the last two weeks, our subject has been spiritual growth. Beloved, God desires every child of His to keep on growing until they become like His very Son, Jesus Christ. And our topic has been how not to grow. So far, we have done two lessons. Lesson number one. Do not expect to grow automatically. Last week we studied lesson number two. Do not get stuck with the foundation. Today we will move on to lesson number three. How not to grow. Do not grow disproportionately. Once again, how not to grow. Do not grow disproportionately. Let's look at a passage on growth, Ephesians 4th chapter. Look at the 15th words. It speaks about growing up in all things into Him who is the head, Jesus Christ. We want you to underline those two words, in all things. What is the lesson here? We must grow in all aspects. Because there are so many areas of spiritual growth. That's what is called multidimensional growth. God's will is that all of us grow multidimensionally. Which also means we must not neglect any area. The apostles are very particular in this area. They challenge the believers not to neglect any area, but take care of all areas of spiritual growth. For example, Second Corinthians 8th chapter and the 7th words. As you abound in everything that is in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, and in your love for us, see that you abound in this grace also. In other words, the Corinthian believers had abounded in so many virtues. They grew in faith. They grew in knowledge. And here the apostle says, as you have grown and abounding in those areas, you should also abound in these particular aspects. And the apostles also pointed out God's promises which are there as provision for our wholesome growth. Take for example 2 Corinthians 9th chapter and the 8th words. God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, have an abundance for every good works. See what all the things they are specifically mentioning here. They say God's promise is there that you may grow in all grace. And it speaks about all sufficiency. 
And he speaks about all things. And he speaks about every good works. And it also says always. What a promise. Hallelujah. Beloved, the multidimensional growth is illustrated in several characters of the Bible. Take for example the boy Samuel. First Samuel, second chapter, we look at verse 26. The child Samuel grew in stature and in favor both with the Lord and man. The same thing was told about the boy Jesus also. Turn with us to that very familiar passage in Luke's Gospel, second chapter. Verse 52. Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. It speaks about stature. That refers to his physical growth. It speaks about wisdom. That refers to his intellectual growth. And it speaks about favor with God. That speaks about his spiritual growth. And then it speaks about favor with man. That speaks about his social growth, that dimension. Are you able to see the picture of a wholesome, multidimensional growth in these personalities? Yes, beloved, the Bible specifically speaks about growth in so many aspects. Take, for example, John's Gospel, first chapter and 16th words. It speaks about grace for grace. So that is growth. It's growing from grace to grace. Now that is what Apostle Paul wrote to young Timothy. Second Timothy, second chapter. Look at the first verse. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. That's what exactly Peter has written as we refer to in the earlier talks. Second Peter 3rd chapter and 18th words. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So here we have this one particular dimension. Growing from grace to grace. Grace upon grace. And the other one is faith to faith. Now that we have in Roman 1st chapter and 17th verse. It says it is in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. It is from faith to faith. Now there is an illustration that is given in the same epistle. Look at the 4th chapter and verse 20. Abraham is kept before us. And it says, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strengthened in faith. You know, he grew strong in faith, giving glory to God. And if you read 2 Corinthians 10, chapter 15 words, we read about increase of faith. And we all know that very interesting incident. 
Jesus Christ told his disciples, if your brother sins against you seven times in a day and comes to you seven times with a word of apology, Jesus said, you must be ready to forgive him. Immediately, you know what the apostles did? Oh, that is not so easy, so Lord, you increase our faith. What did Jesus say? If you have a mustard seed size of faith, that you exercise it, then you will grow from faith to faith. Grace upon grace. Faith to faith. Then another aspect is righteousness to righteousness. Join with us to the book of Revelation 22nd chapter. 11th words. The last portion. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. Righteousness to righteousness. That's what exactly Jesus testified in that high priestly prayer. 17th chapter of John's Gospel and 19th words. He says, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. When was Jesus Christ unholy? He was always sanctified. He was always holy. But now he says, I sanctify myself. This is going from holiness unto holiness. And if you look at the ministry that we are called to do for God, if you look at the same 17th chapter of John's Gospel, come to the last words, even the 26th words. I have declared to them your name and I will declare it. I have already declared, I will still declare it. Declaration upon declaration. You all know what Apostle Paul, he preached the gospel in so many regions around him. When he almost saturated those regions with the gospel of Jesus Christ, when he wrote to Romans, you know, what did he tell them? In Romans 1.15 he says, I want to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. Declaration upon declaration. Never getting satisfied and settling, saying, I have declared enough. Keep on declaring still further. Beloved, these are some of the examples of how the Bible wants us to grow one layer over other layer and another layer over that layer. Keep on growing. We want to practically explain to you how this growth can be affected by giving you the examples of some spiritual disciplines. Take for example, growing in biblical understanding. There are varied contents in the Bible. It speaks about law, it speaks about history, and it speaks about prophecy, and it speaks about doctrine. In all these areas, there are so many promises, there are so many commandments, there are so many warnings, and there are so many exhortations. But if you keep looking only for promises of God, you are a childish person.
I have come across booklets which speak only about the promises of God. Now what about the commandments of God? And what about the warnings of God? If we have to grow as a wholesome person, we should study the whole Bible. That's what we read in 2 Timothy 3rd chapter. Look at the 16th and 17th words. It says, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Only when we study all the scriptures given to us by God. Only then the man of God will be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good works. If you neglect one portion of scripture, that area in your life will not experience or witness growth. We'll take another example, growing in prayer. Not simply asking God for whatever we want, that is not growing in prayer. You know how we should grow in prayer? 1 John 5th chapter and 14th words. This is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. The same thing is given to us in the 3rd chapter, 22nd words. Whatever we ask, we receive from Him because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing to Him. In other words, if we think that we need to simply keep on asking God whatever we want, that is not growth in prayer. You know what is growth in prayer? We must learn to find out what is God's will and pray according to God's will. Take another spiritual discipline exercise, even worship. Worshipping for our... Personally feeling good or excitement, that is childishness. Even giving thanks to God for what He has given to us, that is not anything big. But what is growing in worship? Praising God for who He is. In other words, appreciating and celebrating His worth, that is pure worship. If you read the book of Revelation, for example, 4th chapter, 11th words, 5th chapter, 9th words, again 5th chapter, 12th words. You see in all these verses that word worthy, 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 you are worthy, that comes again and again. Now take another discipline of growing in holiness. What is the beginning step? What is the first step? Just confessing sins of commission only. But if we are growing in holiness, if we begin to mature into adult sons of God, we'll start confessing sins of omission also. To begin with, we'll compare ourselves with other people. For example, the Pharisee was comparing himself with the publican. But when we keep growing and when we mature, we will not compare ourselves with others, but we will compare ourselves with God. That's what Isaiah did. When he saw the holiness of God, he said, how unholy I am. 
Then we talk about growing in obedience. In Hebrews 5th chapter 8th verse we read like this. Jesus learnt obedience. Now does it mean anytime he was disobedient? He was always obedient. He never yielded to any temptation to disobey God. Beginning to end he was obedient. But what does it mean when he say he learned obedience or he went from obedience to obedience? In the beginning of his life, obeyed his father and walked into the waters of baptism. And towards the end of his life, he obeyed his father and walked into the fires of suffering. But as far as we are concerned, before conversion, we were children of disobedience. That was the very name that was given to us. But then after we came to the Lord Jesus Christ, how are we supposed to be growing in obedience? First, there will be reluctant or hesitant obedience. Then as we still grow, there will be choosy obedience. And after some time, we will have what we call delayed obedience. What is maturity in obedience? It is willing obedience. It is delightsome obedience. And it is instant obedience. This is all what is called growing in obedience. Take another example. What is growing in forgiveness? Peter came to the Lord Jesus Christ. He asked him a question. How many times should I forgive my brother? Will seven times be alright? Jesus said that is not sufficient. You have to forgive him seventy times seven. That is growing in forgiveness. Think about prayer. And think about patience. Children cannot wait. They want everything immediately. For example, when you talk about prayer, in the beginning of our Christian life, we want immediate answer. But as we are growing as Christians, God will purposely delay the answer. And as we still grow in prayer, God will give us different answers than what we have asked for. What is growing in humility? Take for example Apostle Paul. When he was a sinner, what did he say? I am the chief of all sinners. When he became a child of God or when he became a saint, what did he say? I am the least of all saints. And as he became an apostle, what did he say? I am the least of all the apostles. You see how that is growing in humility. Maybe we can encapsulate all this multidimensional growth like this. It is climbing higher in holiness. It is digging deeper into the scriptures. 
and it is drawing nearer to God in prayer, and it is walking softer in our behavior, and it is stretching longer in patience, and it is opening our hands wider in accepting people, and it is working harder in work and in ministry. Hope, beloved, we have painted a clear picture before you about this multi-dimensional growth. How not to grow? Do not grow disproportionately. Shall we pray? Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your holy word. Truly, it is a light to our path. So many areas where we are not clear, your holy scriptures is throwing light for us. Thank you, Lord, that your will for every one of us is that we must grow and keep on growing. Thank you for all the promises and provisions you have made and given to us in your holy word for our consistent growth. And Lord, the provisions you have made for our multidimensional growth. Help us, O oh God, to use all of them and keep on growing to your satisfaction. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.